Hello everyone, this is Urvashi Chauhan. Welcome to Courts Today by Live Law, where we bring you the latest developments from all courts across India. Let us start. Starting with the major development, the central government today introduced and referred to the Parliamentary Standing Committee three bills in the Lok Sabha to repeal and replace the present Indian Penal Code, Code of Criminal Procedure and the Indian Evidence Act. Union Home Minister Amit Shah introduced the new bills with the following names. The Bharatiya Nyay Sahita 2023 to consolidate and amend the provisions relating to offences and for matters connected therewith. The Bharatiya Nagrik Suraksha Sahita 2023 to consolidate and amend the law relating to criminal procedure and the Bharatiya Saksha Bill 2023 to consolidate and to provide for general rules and principles of evidence for fair trial. So in March 2020, the central government had constituted a criminal law reforms committee to make suggestions to revise IPC, CRPC and the Indian Evidence Act. Last year in February, the committee had submitted a report to the government after taking suggestions from the public. Then in April last year, the law ministry had told the Rajya Sabha that the government had undertaken a process of comprehensive review of the criminal laws. Today, while introducing the bills, Union Home Minister explained the salient features of the bills. Some of these are that the Bharatiya Nyaya Sahita completely repeals the offence of sedition, but has provisions for offences against the state that the bill makes provision to penalize the offense of mob lynching which is punishable with seven years or life imprisonment or death penalty punishment for all types of gang rape to be 20 years or life imprisonment and punishment for rape of minor includes imposition of death penalty Bharatiya Nagrik Suraksha Sahita repeals nine provisions of the CRPC, proposes changes to 107 provisions and introduces nine new provisions. Also, Bharatiya Saksha Bill repeals five existing provisions of the Indian Evidence Act, proposes changes to 23 provisions and introduces one new provision. Do visit our website at livelaw.in to read the drafts of these new bills. In another important update, the Gujarat High Court today refused to grant any interim relief to Delhi Chief Minister Arvind Kejriwal and Aam Admi Party's Rajya Sabha MP Sanjay Singh in their plea. The plea sought an interim stay on criminal defamation complaints proceedings till the disposal of their revision plea against Metropolitan Court's order issuing summons to them in a sessions court. You already know that the criminal defamation complaint has been filed by the Gujarat University accusing Kejriwal and Singh of making sarcastic and defamatory statements targeting the university regarding Prime Minister Narendra Modi's degree. Further, in April this year, the additional Chief Metropolitan Magistrate found that prima facie, both Kejriwal and Singh appeared to have targeted the Gujarat University and the court directed for their personal presence in the court. They filed a revision plea challenging disorder of the Metropolitan Court. After City Civil and Sessions Court Ahmedabad rejected their plea to stay the proceedings in the trial, pending the disposal of their revision plea, they approached the High Court, which today refused to grant any interim relief. And now an update from the Punjab and Haryana High Court. 
The High Court today adjourned hearing in the Suomoto case against No and Gurugram demolitions, citing procedural rules. As you know, after the communal clashes in the district, a demolition drive to raise the alleged illegal constructions was started in Nu on 3rd August. Last week, in a bold move, a bench comprising Justices G.S. Sandhavalia and Harpreet Kaur Jeevan had initiated a Suomoto case and had stayed the demolition drive. The bench had questioned the state on whether it was trying to conduct ethnic cleansing in the garb of law and order and had asked if only the buildings belonging to a particular community were targeted. The bench had then posted the matter to today for state's response. Today, the matter was listed before another bench of Justices Arun Palli and Jagmohan Bansal, which held a brief hearing on the matter. During the hearing, Justice Palli pointed that as per High Court rules, Suomoto matters have to be put before the Chief Justice within three days. Since the Chief Justice was not holding court today, the bench adjourned the hearing to next Friday. The second update in this regard is from the Supreme Court. A bench of Justices Sanjeev Khanna and SVN Bhatti was hearing a plea seeking action against calls made by several groups for social and economic boycott of Muslims following the new Gurugram communal violence. The Apex Court has permitted petitioners who are seeking action against such calls to approach the nodal officers appointed in terms of its 2018 Tehseen Poonawala judgment. The court also considered the idea of directing the Director General of Police of the States to form a committee to assess the content and veracity of hate speeches and complaints and issue appropriate directions to SHOs. The court also granted time to Centre to consider this suggestion and revert with their stand on it. In another update, the Supreme Court today refused to entertain a PIL seeking to stop the 26 opposition political parties from using the acronym INDIA, which is the short for Indian National Democratic Inclusive Alliance, as name of their alliance for the campaigning and advertisements in the upcoming 2024 general Lok Sabha elections. As per the petitions, since the formation of the alliance, the national media, YouTube channels and general public at large, several party workers and the leaders of the alliance of 26 parties are using the slogans such as it is going to be NDA versus India in 2024 or PM Modi versus India and several other such similar slogans which are directly or indirectly tarnishing the unity, dignity and most importantly, the integrity of our nation only to misuse the name of the nation to gain power. However, a bench comprising Justices Sanjay Kishan Kaul and Sudhan Shudhalia observed that the petition was filed for publicity and dismissed it. The next update is with respect to the West Bengal Panchayat elections. The National Human Rights Commission had deputed the Director General Investigations of the Commission as a special human rights observer for the Panchayat polls on the basis of media reports of widespread violence. This order was set aside by the Calcutta High Court in June this year and was further affirmed by a division bench in July. NHRC then approached the Supreme Court challenging the High Court order. Today, the Supreme Court dismissed their petition. 
The Division Bench of Justice B. V. Nagratna and Justice Ujjal Bhuyan observed that the interference by the NHRC undermined the autonomy and independence of the State Election Commission, even though NHRC had good intentions. The Apex Court went on to say that issuing directions to the State Election Commission, the Centre and State, calling for status reports and deployment of human rights observers in sensitive areas by exercising its suo-motor powers, NHRC's action was contrary to the object of Article 243 that places sole responsibility on conduct of elections to the Election Commission. The Supreme Court has today granted bail to former Maharashtra Minister and NCP MLA Nawab Malik on medical grounds in money laundering case for two months. As you know, the Enforcement Directorate had arrested Nawab Malik in February last year in connection with a money laundering case linked to fugitive underworld Don Daud Ibrahim and his aides. At present, he is at the Criticare Hospital, Mumbai, being treated for ailments related to the kidney and other organs. The interim order was today passed by a division bench of Justice Aniruddh Bose and Justice Bela M. Trivedi. Solicitor General Tushar Mehta, appearing for the Enforcement Directorate, did not object to grant of bail on medical grounds. In the series of applications which are being filed every day with respect to the ASI survey of the Gyanwapi Mosque, a fresh application has now been filed before the court of District Judge Varanasi to seal and protect certain areas of Gyanwapi Mosque premises where Hindu signs and symbols exist so that no damage can be done to the same by Anjuman Masjid Committee and the Namaz offerers. The application also seeks a direction to respondent authorities to make a regulation to restrict and regulate the number of namaz offerers at the disputed site. And a direction to the Anjuman committee to refrain from any dyeing and painting the structures inside the Gyanwapi mosque premises. You are aware that the ASI is presently conducting a scientific survey of the Gyanwapi complex to determine if the mosque was constructed over a pre-existing structure of a Hindu temple. Today is the eighth consecutive day of the survey. Stay tuned with us for more updates on this ongoing matter. When a pedestrian or a cyclist falls into an open manhole, it is not an accident or a natural disaster, but a man-made disaster. This was observed by the Bombay High Court today while hearing a contempt petition filed by advocate Ruju Thakkar on the dismal condition of roads and the non-compliance of High Court's 2018 speaking order. In 2018, the High Court had observed that various roads come under different bodies and it is impossible for a citizen to know with whom to register a complaint. Therefore, a centralized system with just one number was necessary. The court was indeed furious at the Maharashtra government for failing to comply with its directions. The division bench of Chief Justice Devendra Kumar Upadhyay and Justice RF Doctor were referring to the state's indecision in setting up a centralized grievance redressal mechanism for addressing road-related complaints as well as handling over of all remaining roads in Mumbai to BMC. The court has today ordered advocates to be appointed as court commissioners for every single municipal ward and conduct a survey along with the ward officer to check 
if protective grills have been installed on all the manholes. The matter has been posted for hearing on 29th September. Stay tuned. Malayalam Cine Director Lijesh MG filed a plea before the Kerala High Court seeking to set aside the Declaration of Kerala State Awards for Malayalam Films and Writings on Cinema 2022. He alleged that the declaration of the awards was vitiated on account of bias and nepotism exercised by Ranjit, the chairman of the Kerala State Chala Chitra Academy. The petitioner submitted that following the declaration of the awards on July 21st this year, the director of another Malayalam movie, namely Vijayan, had raised an allegation that he was in possession of evidence which includes voice recordings of jury members of the state awards indicating that the chairman had illegally intervened in the decision making of the award declaration, thereby causing bias and nepotism. But the Kerala High Court single judge bench of Justice P.V. Kunhikrishnan termed the petition frivolous and dismissed it. The court observed that it could not issue notice and order investigation based on what was seen in the media. Although the petitioner sought time for producing certain YouTube videos as evidence, the court was of the view that the same should have been done at the time of filing the petition. Thank you for joining us. If you wish to know more details about the cases I mentioned here, you can visit our website at www.livelaw.in. Stay ahead with quick legal updates only on Live Law. Do not forget to like, share and subscribe and support us. You can also support us by donating through the thanks button at the bottom of our videos or consider becoming a member at just 89 rupees per month.